digital artist, photographer, and beat maker. Welcome to Digital Perspective Podcast, where we talk about all things digital art and the artist. All right. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about alternatives to programs that you use as a, as a 3D artist, as a digital artist. But we're going to focus on Photoshop and Illustrator this week. We're going to talk about a lot of other ones in later episodes as well. But before we get started with all that, Julio, how is your week going? Exciting things are happening. You know, I didn't think I was going to get shows this summer to, like, promote my album. So that's that's pretty much, like, all, everything that has been, like, wrapping my head. This week is just, like, work, time off, shows. <laughs> I've been doing shows at the Eagle. It's a tea dance. It's, like, day drinking. If there is, like, another DJ supposed to be scheduled after me, I, they will let me DJ for, like five hours or so but like the first two times that i've done it i've been there for nine hours djing nuns non-stop well it's it at least i personally see it as like a personal callback to you know my uh, uh to my early freedom that comes with 18 i started djing underground parties a lot so i was usually up until like the sunrise DJing dubstep. <laughs> so to me, to me now, she's like, oh yeah, I, I already got my training. I can be here as long as you need me to be. Uh, then for the other shows that are coming up, I don't know what I'm doing. I think I'm going to do the same approach. Um, I'm definitely playing my album in, in a bigger extent. Like I'm not, I'm going to play the whole thing. I may play some new stuff. If you're around, come by. Because, you know, keeping it fun, keeping it exciting, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. How about you? I've been doing stuff for hopefully upcoming festivals and stuff like that that I can get into so I can get back on my media grind because I get like people are like, oh, I like your work. Even though I haven't put anything on the grams in like month, like up two months. And they like, so I'll get, I'll get a new person and they'll talk to me and I'll talk, like, we'll DM back and forth for a while. And I love what you do. And I'm like, thank you. And they're like, oh, you put new stuff up. And I'm like, I'm working on stuff now. But um, it was just really like the grind of like work and getting all my personal stuff situated, you know, so now that I can take the time to put stuff out for the future. I'm definitely not going to be like, just because of the way, like the, the work I have, it's not going to be like every day. It might not even be every week. It might be every 10 days. But I want to put something out on a, on a regular clip. As it should be, because that's just the way the social media kind of moves nowadays. Um, but I feel you. I feel you. Right now, I'm like in the planning stages of like the closing chapter for my album. Because, you know, I treat all of my art in like a time time based kind of situation. By time based, I mean like I will be executing this right. for X amount of time. Um, my album was just like a twenty twenty one thing, so like I'm not extending it to like twenty twenty two or anything like that. Um, so like once twenty twenty two comes around, I'm gonna go back to my digital media bag, <laughs> uh, and I may start and I may start doing photography again on specifically on film, and I may be buying a camera. I don't know yet. I'm looking, I'm searching for options. So if you got any, any 
options, please. Like a film camera? No, uh, it, it mirrorless. Oh, duh, we gotta talk about that. Kind of expensive. Kind of expensive. But there, there's a couple of manageable. There's a, there's a couple. Yeah, there is. There is. Canon has a good one. Awesome. Doesn't break the bank the way the way some of these other ones do. What else? What else for you this week? Oh, that's really it. It's just that stuff, and then just just planning stuff. Like we were talking about, just planning stuff. I want to be done with the planning stage this week, so I can. Like I already am moving on with other stuff, but I want to move on with everything I have so that everything's in just just rolling so I can get out of the planning stage completely. I I feel you. The, yeah, the planning yeah. stages can be a pain for anything that you're doing. Planning is just yeah. exhausting. It's Don't spend too much time in the planning stage either, folks. Like if you have an idea, just put it to paper or digital canvas or whatever, see what it looks like, keep it going. Yeah. Talking about canvas. <laughs> The 2D artist. For the 2D artists out there that don't do too much stuff on the 3D side, or you know, or like the BFF side or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, photographers too, because a lot of the stuff you can use for photography. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So we're gonna be diving down some, uh, some free and open source and free of charge and single purchase alternatives for Photoshop and Illustrator. Let's dive down. Yeah, because right now Adobe's model is subscription based, which a lot of them are doing. And a lot of people don't like that. And people just can't afford to do it for that long or they just don't like it. And there's other things, there's alternatives out there. Like, yes, they're not as complete as Photoshop, but to be honest, a lot of people don't use, like, I don't know anybody that uses every single thing in Photoshop. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) Yeah. I absolutely. So, like, if you were doing a certain thing, you'll probably find it somewhere else. And then like later on, work your way into like Adobe. If you need to work your way into Adobe for industry work. Yes. Because everybody uses it. But what we're talking about here is just like you're starting out. You're just trying to figure out how to do stuff. Or you're, you're curious about something else other than Photoshop. These are some of these are really good alternatives. One in particular I happen I used to use that I really like. And people do use it as an, a real alternative. When we get to it, I will point it out. But let's start with old reliable that everybody in the mama goes through. Kim, all right? This thing has been around for like 25 plus years, <laughs> something like that. All right? It still has the old Windows 95, 98. <laughs> <laughs> what softwares can you use that on? Well, I mean, what, um, what operating systems can we use that on? So you can use it on Windows, you can use it on Mac, you can use it on uh, Linux. So for those of you that have Linux, you know, you got it. <laughs> um, a lot of it, a lot of what Git does is really photo manipulation. It's more photo-based than it is painting. You can paint on it, but a lot of times when people use it, it's really just like to manipulate um, images. It's more photography than it is painting. Shout out to Ed's Daniel Art for making this awesome graphic that we're utilizing right now. Look him up. You will probably find this. Everybody is like distributing it around because everybody should know about the different alternatives. Cause you know, you can get, you can get the same effect with other type, other types of software out there. But one of the ones that uh, uh, I will go to, this one is a single purchase one. You can use it on both Windows and Mac, sorry for Linux users, but photo line, is a raster and vector graphics editor for Windows, again, and Mac OS ads. Uh, it features a 16-bit color depth of full color management support of RGB, CMYK, and color models. 
uh, lab color model, sorry, layer support and non-destructive Im image manipulation. You know, if I was like, if I didn't actually need that Creative Cloud or like uh, Photoshop, because you know, I love, I used a lot of images for things and I would love to have, I would love to, I would love for my images not to lose quality every time I chop them. <laughs> mm -hmm. That is, that is very true. That is, and, then, and that's great. And like and being non-destructive is really good. Especially because like the other, the only other real way to do it is to say, make a copy, a duplicate of your original image. And then if you mess this up here, you, you hope that you can backtrack enough in the history that you, you know, could do stuff. But like, that's, that's where you start getting to some of the differences between like what Photoshop is versus what some of these other ones are. That right there is very good to have. That, was, and that makes PhotoLine very appealing to people because if you create a layer and you do something on it and you don't like it, you just delete the layer. But now some of, some of you may also use Photoshop for like drawing and stuff. So there's also some alternatives to that. Uh, there is this one that is completely, uh, it's, it's a free and open source one. It's called Krita. Oh yeah. I think it's great. Um, I've used it. <laughs> I've, you know, I have, I unfortunately have not heard of a lot of this. Like I've, I know of GAMP rounds, the other ones around here. So Krita, Krita is very promising for like, for painters like it doesn't have like the, the the crazy brushes that photoshop has but you could create them anyway so it's not like it matters and i feel like i feel like krita is gonna fall into the same vein as um a procreate where it's just gonna get better as people keep working on it yeah. you know yeah i see here on that uh procreate is one of its like like leading competitors mm -hmm. or like people also search for uh, this, yeah, this. like if you honestly, to be honest with you, though, like speaking about Procreate, if you own an iPad, you, you should honestly get, get Procreate because for $10, like it's so good. And the guys and girls, they all work on that stuff like continuously. It's one time purchase. It's not super expensive. You already have an iPad of a pro or regular. You're using the pencil like it's a great it's very user centric for iOS users. Yeah, That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, uh, Procreate is a single single purchase one that's very accessible. Yeah. Like, how much is it on the App Store? It's $10. Like, it's, it's great. Um, but yeah, but like, if you're like, if you don't have the money and you look, look at Krita, Krita's really good, really great alternative. Yeah. So AD Sketchbook is for Windows and Mac, and it looks super dope. This one is also like for phones. Uh, so like for those of you that like are used to doing stuff on, on your iPads, there is this app that I've used for years. I've seen it go between so many, like I think it has gone through three different ownerships in the last five years that I've used this app. It's called Paper. I believe right now the current owners is WeTransfer. If you're on Apple, you can just search for Paper or paper by WeTransfer and it should come up. It has like a wiggle thing at the top. And it's similar to AD Sketchbook, mm -hmm. very, very similar. Uh, and you can create like multiple sketchbooks within the app to uh, for like different things. I still have the app. I still use it from time to time. I made one of my album covers in there for my uh, album Sounds of Summer. Once upon a time, I was really into illus illustrating just like abstract things. I use one of those uh, illustrations. Uh, but yeah, AD Sketchbook looks pretty cool. And again, uh, AD Sketchbook is completely free of charge. So look it up. Autodesk counts it. So I'm going gonna, gonna to say two or three because they all fall kind of in the same vein of each other. But there's, there's Medibang, which I know a lot of people swear by. They love Medibang. 
They do. I don't know people who love it. Like they do manga or they do comic books and stuff like that. That's cool. I love I love hearing about the things, all of the different things that people are doing. All this. Yeah. There's another one. Uh, what is it? Paint tool side. It's not on this list, but there's people who do that. You could do painting on it too. You could do a lot of uh, illustrating on that as well. Like I know a lot of people who use that as well. It's very user friendly. Like for, if you just need to sketch a color, sketch a color, it really is. And so is Medibank. And you'll get people that'll be like, oh, it doesn't have all this stuff unless you get like pro version or whatever. But again, take this with a grain of salt. If you're going into this fresh, you're going to have to learn how the software works so that you can do what you need to do with it. You know, so you should never go into this stuff beating yourself over the head. Like for other people who are experienced users or like who use Photoshop and will compare this stuff to Photoshop. Yes, Photoshop blows a lot of these things out the water. Like there's very few things that can hang with Photoshop. But at the same time, it's like you have to realize what are you using the software for and will you need to use Photoshop versus using something else? And uh, You can use MediaBag on um, Windows, Mac, and also Android. Mm-hmm. Same thing with paint tools. Paint tools you can use it on Windows. Right. Cool, awesome. So that's that's pretty much a pretty big rundown for like the Photoshop alternatives that are free or single purchase. Again, uh, we will we will leave the link in the description for uh, it's Daniel Art Twitter page where he posted this, and because I it's it's honestly awesome. Yeah. So it there we are only going over right now. We are only going to go over the Photoshop and Illustrator version alternatives here because it will be too many to go over if we go over all of the ones that are in this pamphlet. So hopefully you'll be back for the second one. Yeah, we might not go over some of these or some of these just like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I will say Clip Studio Paint mm. um is also very very good for people who like to do web comics. I know a lot of people who like swear by this the same way they swear by like <laughs> some of these other ones to do that. Like, but, but but Clip Studio has an actual setup for um, comics. I can see they have like a rendering window too. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of that stuff is pretty cool. So let's move on to the Illustrator side of things. Let's do it. So Illustrator is vector-based art. Basically, what that means is that I can take an image and make it, and I can blow it up to whatever size, and it will not pixelate the way stuff on Photoshop does because it's raster versus vector. Luckily for me, I do know one programs on this list, Inkscape. I actually used this one back on my Windows usage days. Inkscape is a free and open source program for vector graphics, uh, editing used to create vector images. Mm-hmm. SPG, to my SPG friends out there, because I use SPG quite a few, more than you think, actually, because it's it's like an alternative to PNGs. It's just like right. higher kind of situation. And like other formats can be can be exported as well, but like Inkscape can, can render primitive vector shape and tests. So, God, Eddie, do you want to explain what rendering means? For everybody who draws, let's just take the simple, simple thing of drawing. You know, when you first start drawing a sketch, you do like the basic shapes for the head, you know, uh, the body, you know, like you break everything down into shapes, right? And then on top of that, you start actually drawing the face and then the body parts. And then you start drawing muscle and all that stuff. That's rendering. You're getting to a point where the shapes turn into the thing you're drawing, a person or whatever. 
That's rendering. So that was Inkscape. So again, Inkscape is f- completely free of charge. I mean, it's it's free of charge and open source. So like you can you can like make the program into what you need it to be for yourself. Right. And you can use it. You can use it on the major um, operating systems of like Windows, Mac, and Linux. Um, so I'm very curious about Linux users who use the stuff. Yeah. Because a lot of the Linux users I know, they're all computer science majors or they're all IT or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know anybody who actually does anything other than computer-based work on Linux. Same. But if you're out there, if you're out there, I would love to hear from you. Yeah. Like, what do you use? What do you do? I want to know why. (laughs) I've only ever used Linux computers once in my life. And I I, I was like... I mean, and to be honest with you, like, like for people who don't know what Linux is, all right, think of a Windows-based computer, but not the Windows operating system. It's just a different operating system that operates on a Windows-based computer. Um, I'm going to get into this. Affinity Designer, like Affinity Photo on the Photoshop side. Affinity Photo and Affinity Designer are like the Photoshop and the Illustrator of this company. And they're a one-time purchase. They're like $50 a piece, I believe. But they're a one-time purchase. They're always upgrading their stuff. Came out, they were like the hard alternative to Photoshop and uh an illustrator and stuff. I've seen it. I've used it. It's it's really good. Like it's a really great alternative. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at some of uh, some of the UI photos on on Google and damn, this thing looks amazing. Mm-hmm. At least at least the art that people are doing on it, it's beautiful. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. Like it's very, very like it, it it plays a lot. Like as far as work wise, it plays a lot of one to one to Illustrator, but it's not as robust as Illustrator. Again, it's fifty dollars for for people who have used Illustrator. You're getting a lot of things, like a lot of things that when when Illustrator and Photoshop were back in the day when you had to pay for them, which was that long ago, it was like two years ago. Is you know you were paying a lot of money for them. And these guys are coming out with stuff for like fifty dollars, you know. Yeah. So that's it's really, it's it's really worth it if you like know you're not going to do Adobe style work. And what I mean by Adobe style work is like you're not your work's not going to go commercially to Adobe, where you have to mess with it with other people. You're just doing it for you, and you're putting it on like on Instagram. And you're you know you're kind of doing your own thing with it. Like you don't have to worry about having to hand in deliverables in a certain format, even though this will play well with Photoshop and Illustrator. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I mean, out of all of the ones that we have talked about, I feel like this is the one that is the closest in in usage and also UI. Yeah. There's a couple of things that are, you know, obviously different about it, but it's very similar. I personally think it looks fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Now, the one that I'm like really excited about because it was the first one that I actually used. Um, I got a free version of it when I got like the bamboo back in the day, the bamboo drawing tablet. <laughs> it was Corel. So Corel Draw, um, I can tell you right now, it's it's amazing. And it is like a lot of people that don't use Adobe use this because they want to purchase something one time and that's it. Mm. Now they do, they do have a monthly subscription. They have gone to the subscription service or model also, but they also kept the, the one-time use. It's a, it's a steep price because that's what it used to be back in the day for both Adobe and Coral. They were the ones, it was just them two for the longest. 
you know, people were either using Photoshop or using Corel to do their stuff. Does Corel let you draw in a 3D space? I believe the newest one does. I have to. I have... Okay, I'm look. I'm I'm looking at some stuff on uh, on Google right now, and one of their sample images has like vanishing points, like going in different directions. I'm like, oh, that's cool. If you can draw. Uh, you should be able to anyway, because you should be able to make, if you think about it, when you, when you should be able to, with the ruler, drop those lines anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So that looks cool. It's more the, the artist than, than the, the software. That's the, you know. All right. All right. Um, you can use Coral on windows only. So sorry to my Apple yeah. and Linux users. But <laughs> if you want to try it out, it's, they have a 15 day free trial. So you can try it out. You can see if you like it. You can see if you want to, you know, do something with them. Yes. Or if you have the disposable income, just buy it straight out and call it a day. Yeah. Because, you know, why not? It's And especially if you if you think that it could benefit your career in a better way, the investment is just going to give you so much more fruits to do even more things and make even more investments into your own career. That's at least that's how we, at least that's how I look at it. I I'm pretty sure that Eddie looks at it the same way. Mm -hmm. Like buying softwares is just like, it's just an investment into your career. Right. And you want to, you definitely want to do the stuff that's best for you. And I obviously, we recommend starting with the free stuff first, mm -hmm. especially if you're new, mm -hmm. like just learn how to do things, yeah. Yeah. you know? Um, so for, like, and for those of us uh, uh, that also like, dive down and this is from a separate uh kind of line of of uh, alternatives mm -hmm. is for like music software and audio software that it's usually free garage band is out there like don't believe whatever people are uh, telling you about like garage band is this this and that garage band is a good software mm -hmm. i'll tell you that first of all for being a free software that's supposed to be for like beginners and like just to do like very, very, very simple things and not even like full on songs. I have personally seen people do full on songs on GarageBand. And some, and some of those people that I'm talking to you about are like world famous producers that they just, for the sake of it, they were like, yeah, I'm going to make a song on, on GarageBand. And they did. And it, s it sounded amazing. So if you, if you are, uh, I believe you can, I'm not sure. Can you use GarageBand on other? No, it's only it's it comes it's only Apple, it's only Apple yeah. because it comes it comes pretty with Apple. That's what I thought. But yeah, I know I can definitely like um a lot of times like and I agree with him, a lot of times when you hear people going, Oh, it's garbage, it's garbage in comparison to like yeah, higher end stuff, FL Studio yeah. or uh Pro Tools. Not yet, yeah, not Pro right? Tools, Pro Tools, yes. Pro Tools is up there and um uh Sony um. Ableton Live and even Apple's own Logic Pro, which is technically, personally, I like to make fun of Logic because Logic it follow a lot of in, follows a lot of the similarities of GarageBand. But mm -hmm. I call I technically call Logic like uh, GarageBand Plus, <laughs> GarageBand graduates or something like that, GarageBand Pro because it's it's an Apple. It's also an, it's owned by Apple, so it's like every, a lot of the things just translate to. Um, it's like they sh uh, they share the same loop library. And things like that. So mm -hmm. it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, and that's another thing. If you want to make beats and stuff, don't don't fall into like the thing that oh, you gotta write all of your stuff. Like some some of us cannot write a melody for the sake of us. I know I can. I just don't have the materials and tools that I need to write a melody with. You know. So I just use loops. 
Yeah. And that's fine. Another one that you can use on all three audio city. It's really good actually. Like for like basic audio editing and stuff like that. Like it's awesome tool. Like it, it has, it handles a lot of stuff really well. And um, people actually like people who do podcasts, they use it. They use that instead of like paying for something yeah. and they work. And it's, it's great. Yeah. Juliana was using, when Juliana was with us, she was using audio city to record her, to record her part of the podcast. And yeah, because you know you don't you don't know this, but we are we are on Zoom. Ha! Ah, um, we are not recording directly through Zoom. We're recording in different areas. For example, like I'm using I'm using Logic because I'm I make already make music in Logic and I know how to record in Logic and all that. BPMs and stuff like that doesn't really affect just like vocal recording unless it's singing, right? Because at that point you have to like sing at the beat of the song. But like for a podcast like this, it doesn't matter because it's just talking. Your concern is is hissing, clicks, hums, background noise, reverb. Like those things are what you're concerned about. You're not worried about a person's pitch. You're not worried because they're just going to talk however they're going to talk naturally. Exactly. Exactly. Is there any other stuff that like uh, that, that's like pretty much for a 2D, 3 uh, t- Yeah, pretty much for a 2D and with a... And some audio in there, because there's, you know, there's unfortunately not, not not that many free alternatives to audio stuff. Yeah, audio doesn't have a lot of free alternatives. It really doesn't. But the, at least the ones that they have are really good. You don't got to break the bank. You ain't got to kill yourself. Incredibly. Awesome. Any, uh, any, uh, any words of encouragement for our listeners, Ed? Look at this list. And we're going to talk about a lot of the other stuff later on in some other podcasts and stuff. But look at the list, especially the stuff that we talked about. If this is what you do, get the stuff for the things that you do. Because you're going to see this This list has a lot of things for a lot of other things. If it's not relevant to what you do, don't concern yourself with it. Yeah. All right. So here we go. All right. Uh, please join us next week when we come back with another episode for you. Again, tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your best friends, tell your dogs, cats, owners, the cow that jumped over the moon, you know, your loved ones, your hated ones. It doesn't really yes. matter. Yes, yes, tell them all. You know, we don't care. We, we invite everybody to listen. If you if you could or if you'd like to, or we would appreciate it. Rate and leave a comment on iTunes or whatever your preferred method of podcast listening is, Spotify, whatever, whatever. whatever. Don't worry about it. We don't care as long as you listen to us. Um, follow us at Digital Perspective Podcast on Instagram and pod underscore perspective on Twitter. And with that, we'll take it out this week. Julio, you got anything for everybody? Stay, stay cool, folks. All right, folks. We'll see you again next week. Bye. Bye.